Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Tabletop Stop. This is Brayden. I'm going to be your DM. Um, I, mean, I don't know why I said that for the foreseeable future. Um, this is not a temporary position. Um, <laughs> what are you talking about? I hope none of you plan to usurp me. Did you know this is a murder mystery podcast? I'm the DM now. Brandon, you're spoiling our future coup for later in the episode. <laughs> oh no, listeners, help me. They're going to kill me. Um, all right, let's introduce ourselves. All right, I am Sarah and I am playing Flint. I'm Cammy, I play Zero. I'm Zach, I play Case. And I'm Maddie and I play Jenna. Okay, so uh, where we last left off, the four of you met with um, Quetzalcoatl after going through a brief uh, background check. Um, and the four of you have begun official employment at Coatl Corps. So Quetzalcoatl tasked the four of you uh, with investigating a specific uh, weapon that was found to assault Bliss and to temporarily steal her soul weapon um, about a month ago. So he wants the four of you to use the serial number he's given you and find out as much information as you can. Flint, you are aware of some weapons dealers that might know something you're not sure, but you at least know enough that you could take it there if you wanted to. Yeah, cool. Uh, what was the serial number again? Um, it is, it's kind of weird. It's in a almost indecipherable script. Mm. Uh, so you can't quite make it out, but it's obviously a serial number because it's, it's arranged in, in such a manner where it almost okay. looks kind of weird. Okay. Uh, right, I have some people that could like, Maybe take a look at this. They might know what it is. You guys also can't read this, right? Like it's not we just me not this. being able to read it. No, I can't read that. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's go. There. Let's let's head out. Are we still in the? Are we still at the like building? Yeah. So yeah. we're still in the space needle. The oh yeah, the space needle. Yeah, you're still in Katsuwala's office. Mm. Okay. Uh, yeah, just, um, you know, follow me, man. Like, I know what I'm doing. Let's go. Let's, let's, I know some people. Let's do this, man. I make eye contact with Jenna. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like confidently leading you guys out. Not even looking behind me. To know that you're actually following me. I follow you. follow. (laughs) Kelsey Quarter waves. She was like, best of luck. And Anna Bliss waves. She was just like, bye. Yeah, Flinter's like, bye. Kelsey make 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 sure you talk to Janice on your way down payroll. Oh, right. Love money. I like stop back and I lean back to zero and I'm like, do you know where payroll is? I, I don't know where anything <clears throat> is in this building. It's my first time here as well. Cool. Let's go, guys. <laughs> payroll it is. Janice, right? Yep. Let's yeah. do it. Jan- I thought it was Jen. Call her Jay. <laughs> <laughs> her name's Janice. We just won't Janice. <laughs> just say okay. ma'am. Just say ma'am. ma'am. Flint is very excited to put money in his new bank account. He usually deals in cash, and this is the first time he's had a bank account. Yeah, definitely direct deposit all the way. Yeah, very excited. Yeah. Uh, all right, so we, you know, get everything done in payroll, and then we head out. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, let's uh, let's go to my part of town. Let's 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 head off, and, guys. And what part is your part of town? What does that mean? You know, just where I live. Okay, my place. Okay. okay. I, got, I I know people. I I'm I'm around guys. Like I know what I am doing with all of this. And he very much has a look on his face that is I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> and he starts walking you guys off back to his area of town where he's used to working. Um. So like okay. So what places around where he is would he know have like weapons dealers or how to like get there? 
you were just aware of a few you're not super close friends you know that there is a specific uh weapon sealer that you've uh come across a few times mm. it's owned by uh, a hobgoblin by the name of lance Mm. And he kind of mm. runs it out, and he's not a criminal, but he's definitely worked with some of the people that you had to take in before. Awesome. Do I know how to contact him? His name is Lance. You don't know how to contact him, but you know where to find. Okay. He just runs a shop over on your part of town. Right. I know a guy, uh, Lance. He, yeah, he he knows what's up. Let me. Uh, he'll he'll know what. He'll be able to read this, hopefully. And uh, so I I will um, lead them to Lance's place. I. We were told to be discreet. Yes. So is Lance discreet? Could you give me a... Yeah, he's discreet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Insight check. <laughs> <laughs> so essentially in D&D, Nine. there's a concept of insight um, where if someone is trying to lie to you, um, you have a skill that judges essentially how good you are at telling if they are lying. Okay, I know you rolled a nine, but I will tell you this. You can discern the fact that he's not lying. He doesn't know what the word discreet really means. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) this is just his only solution. And so he's hoping that, you know, yeah, sure, he's discreet. I let it slide. (laughs) Awesome. Right, yeah, um, let's go. And so, yeah, he leads them to Lance's shop. Uh, so the part of the, do you have a name that you would like for your part of town? How do we feel about Flame Top Heights? I like that one. That's why I he went there. Sounds... He felt at home with Flame Top Heights. <laughs> <laughs> of, all the, of all the things that he could have done. Yes, Flame Top Heights. Right, so uh, yeah, I lead you guys to Flame Top Heights. It's a lot of tall apartment buildings with like the exposed fire escapes going out. And I mean, it's more futuristic looking than like the New York brownstones, but, or, well, that's not what it is. The Brooklyn, you know, high rise apartments. But, you know, it's pretty much that. It's a little bit shady looking. There's a lot of like really close buildings with like easy to jump between walls. Anyway, I lead you to Lance's weapons shop, which I don't know, I'm picturing it as kind of like, looks like one of those like shady tattoo parlors you see on the like outskirts of town with like the iron bars over the window and the flashy <laughs> neon signs that are sparking in and out. Yeah, you actually see the the front of the shop itself is kind of like grimy. It's like there's a tattoo parlor in the front. Nice. And you kind of just know you walk in, you, there's just this, this big gruff ogre guy like tattooing like this little pixie and just like, you know, out of him, he's like, Ugh. <laughs> classic brad nice to see you again man <laughs> he said good evening <laughs> good to see you too flint right it's just back here and right, he goes up to this like back door it's kind of grimy and he just goes like that's a secret knock <laughs> um, um, no <laughs> As soon as you complete that final knock, there's kind of, you hear uh, a whirring sound and then a click and then the door swings open mm. and the four of you walk in and you're treated with kind of, it's a, it's a workshop garage type deal, except there aren't, I mean, there aren't any cars, but there's definitely uh, two open uh, doors and you can kind of see out into a back alley and you see, and it's, there's lots of, it's just bright and there's what kind of looks like 
um, a, a forge in the middle, but not quite. Mm. Um, Flint, you would be familiar with it. It's just kind of like a, a, a weapons forge that are used to make a multitude of things, guns and right, right. all sorts of uh, weird urban fantasy weapons you can Some find. Melting down the metals and such. And you see in the, the center of the room at a work table, uh, you see Lance um, in his hobgoblin form, and he's kind of working with uh, this uh, humanoid figure who you see um, just kind of has like limbs made of slime. And they're just kind of like talking in these, uh, about something on the table in front of them. Mm. Hey, Lance, my man. Oh, Flint. Uh, he, he takes what he's working with. And he kind of just like folds everything up. Um, and he turns to his, uh, his little bubbly slimy friend and he's like, uh, uh, Percy, why don't you go move some stuff around back while I talk to this boy here, okay? And he's like, uh, Flint, what are you doing here? Uh, yeah, dude, we, um, me and this, my, my, my group of friends here, we're, um, we're, um, looking for this weapon thing that we're trying to find, and, I mean, you're pretty savvy with this kind of stuff, right? And, uh, yeah, just, you know, take a look for me, man, like, if you, if you, if you'd be up to doing that for us. What am I taking a look at? Yeah, the serial number right here. Okay. It's all that very efficient. Do you have any idea where we could find it? That picture? Yeah, it's a picture. Of, of the serial number? Yeah, hey, here you go. He takes and he looks at it like, what is it? Just a picture of the code? Is it a picture of the weapon itself? What are you showing me? <laughs> just the serial number. Um, I'd hope I wasn't stupid enough to show him the whole picture, although I might be. When he said group of friends, Casey's just like shaking his head. <laughs> what on earth did this belong to? The, you know, weapon. What kind of weapon? It's kind of important to know. Uh, it was a gun, I think. A gun? Mm -hmm. All right. Okay, anything else? Details, double barrel, single barrel, what are we talking about? Do I have a picture of what it looked like? You know what? Flint had taken out, he had taken out a piece of like an old receipt and like sketched what it looked like <laughs> instead of taking any actual photos of it. And he shows him the sketch on the back of his old receipt. What the heck is this? This isn't a gun. I would like to say that Zero definitely has actual pictures. <laughs> Please help him. Um, I will show him a picture of the gun. Against my better judgment. <laughs> Interesting. Um, I still don't know what the heck it is. It's kind of a gun. Like a net launcher thing? What? Why do you care? Uh, you know, we... Uh, you know, new job. You know, got to be um, discreet about it. I shake my head. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who are you working for? You know, a boss. Okay. All right. Listen, listen. Um, he he takes the piece of paper with the serial number and he walks over to uh, a machine, almost kind of on the wall. It's almost like uh, how they have the the projectors. What are they called? The in in middle Almost? school. No, when smart you, overhead, an overhead. Yes, <laughs> it looks almost like an overhead. He kind of just like places it underneath this, um, uh, a top camera, and then a light shines down on it, and just is like going through. And he's like, "Listen, uh, I can run it through um, 
some of my systems, but that's the best I can do for you if this is all the information you got. But um, what's in it for me? I mean, I can owe you a favor, man. Like, I've done jobs for you before, right? I mean, if we can call them jobs. I'll do one for free? Sure. Let's call it that. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. See, we're, we go way back. He's a friend. Okay. I'm not your friend. Yeah, he just likes joking. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, is that all you need? Because it's going to take a while. Uh, pretty much. Have you, um, you know, you're, you're involved in some of this underground sh- stuff. Um, have you uh, heard of any, like, I don't know, strange weapons going around in the underground market recently? I mean, nothing more than the usual stuff. Just people up to shady business right and left, like normal. Yeah, uh, no doubt. Um, one moment. And uh, Flint is going to kind of, like, gather you all back a little oh. bit in the back of the shop. Uh, how much how much should we be like telling this guy because like the bare minimum i mean if you're gonna talk behind my back you can leave yeah no man it's fine <laughs> uh we'll uh we'll be um you know how to contact me with the info right yeah sure i'll get word to you i guess thanks man you're a lifesaver okay bye bye please let the door hit you on your way out now <laughs> it's a jokester man he leads you guys out again. As, you're, as we're leaving, Case puts uh, his hand on Flint's shoulder and says, do you need a definition for the word discreet? <laughs> He's like, provide me one. Oh, shoot, man. Really? That would be awesome. What does it mean? Don't tell the others that I don't know. Everyone <laughs> can hear you. <laughs> yeah, he's bad at whispering, guys. Zero is Googling on her phone. <laughs> Um, she's going to order a dictionary. <laughs> Pocket dictionary. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Yes. Okay, so Flint, to be discreet means to like keep your mouth shut and be secretive. Oh. Which yeah, that makes doing. a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. Fair enough, man. Thanks. Now you know. Now I know. You know, the more you know, you're a real lifesaver, dude. I think we're going to be great friends. He kind of puts an arm around Case's shoulder. It's just like, oh, I'm always down to meet new people like this. You and go, it's dude. Awkward. It's awkward because Case is kind of tall. Well, so is, <laughs> so is Flint. How uh, tall is Case? I'm taller than Flint. Flint is 6'4". Like 70. Oh my gosh, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, you know, he puts his arm around your waist and he's like, yeah. Oh no. Um, DM mysteriously rolling things behind the board. Yeah, I need y'all's passive perceptions. Uh, <laughs> oh, <okay>. 11. <laughs> What does that mean? Um, uh, it's your wisdom modifier plus something your dex. Else. No, yeah, it's your wisdom modifier plus your perception modifier. No, it's ten plus your perception modifier. Oh, yeah, well, I was just nine. Yeah, so D and D has a concept it. of like passive scores. Um, so that essentially, without having to like roll a dice, if someone is trying to sneak up on you, if they roll bad and your passive <laughs> perception score is high enough, you you are going to notice them. What did everyone roll again, real quick? Wait, what were we going to roll? Oh, well, yeah. What is your passive perception? Sorry, Mike. 11. 11. Nine. Okay, cool. Oh, no. Oh, no. We are definitely being followed. We um, are definitely being followed. It's fine. Where are we going? 
do you, you have, do you have anybody else that we can talk to or do we want to try to do our own kind of research i mean we could do our own kind of research i mean this part of town can get kind of shady at night sometimes and we might be able to just stake out okay I mean, if we could catch some shady folks in the act of doing some trading, I mean, I could get my some, my, some of my job done a little bit, have some fun, get some practice in, mm -hmm. and we could also get some info. Mm -hmm. If I Google, like, weapon serial numbers, does Google exist? <laughs> yeah, no. Search engines exist. Okay. Um, the hard thing about this is, make a uh, roll and a history check, we'll say. All of us? Let's zero in specifics. Four. You do not know much about how serial numbers function, but these are not characters you could type into a search Fair. They're not coming. Yeah, I think we're going to have to take it to the streets to be able to <clears throat> get any information on this, probably. Okay. Unless y'all know anywhere that people that would know serial numbers. Well, I assume that, like, stores probably... I mean, this is a very specific serial number that uh i assume most people haven't seen before but uh if anybody knows any fancy maybe weapon stores they might have an idea about rarer kinds of serial numbers can we just like scan the barcode at like a grocery store and see what happens? <laughs> oh my gosh i'm sure there's self-checkouts we can just go into the self-checkout line and <laughs> Do you do you think do you think do you think if you bought a gun you can go to Walmart and just scan the if you actually can buy a gun already the answer is yes well you can buy a gun at Walmart but like if you just had a random like really fancy eighteen hundreds revolver and you brought it to Walmart what do you think is gonna happen I don't have very many expectations I just think it'd be funny I'm sorry do I know how to read it because I speak every language. <laughs> Do you really? No, I don't speak every language. I speak common, elvish, infernal, celestial, dwarvish, and undercommon. How do you speak that many languages? Well, you see, because my background <laughs> is an anthropologist, mm -hmm. I speak a lot of languages. I think I get two from that, and then I get two, one, like, I think from, like, a racial one, and then I get, do I get two <clears throat> from being a cleric? I don't know. I think I get another no, one actually. or two. No. I have a lot of languages, is the point. Mm -hmm. Roll uh, history check. <laughs> okay. Do you want me to not me? use that dice? I anymore? got a natural one. Yeah, that one's in the bad, bad, bad. Cool. Um, you so do have uh, the inspiration if you like to use it. I'm gonna use it because I don't know what else. <laughs> I feel like I should be able to read it if I speak a language that it is in. Reading the serial number just gonna like translate to like a bunch of numbers and letters. Unless it's not a serial number and it's words instead, but we think it's a serial number. Or at the very least, we could find like the basic origins of where it may have been made. Fair. Yeah, if we know where like that. language it is, maybe if based it's off a specifically of. like elvish. I mean, yeah. elvish like weapon. There's maybe that might be There's some special serial numbers that says, like tell you what kind of thing it is at the very end. Yeah, so you want to use your inspiration or not? I'm going to use it. Okay. Because, yes, I think it's worth that. Okay, so that was a history check, right? Yes. Yes, so I'm doing... I you get roll again. Yeah, you get oh, again. yes. Yeah. Please don't roll one. Yes. 18. 18. Cool. Um, you, when you know a lot of languages, you get a sense of how to, of at least to decipher 
or understand uh, languages that you might not know, you don't recognize these as legible characters. Um, and they might not be, if that's a sense. They might mm -hmm. be less of writing and more of a code. Okay. Um, do I have any sense of if somebody, or because hmm, zero is also like pretty academic. So like, does, would zero have any kind of idea of somebody that would know more about this, like a professor or somebody that like, uh, in fact, yes, mm -hmm. uh, there are two places that probably come to Zero's mind first. There's one, um, there's uh, the university's archives um, in the academic ward. And there's also um, a professor um, that teaches uh, like encryption oh, mm -hmm. uh, that you are familiar with. Okay. Um... If I were to text this professor, do I have this professor's email or like what's our relationship like? You could have access to this professor's information. Maybe not a cell phone number, uh, but an email for sure. Okay. Or um, even you'd know their office hours. Okay. That's all public knowledge. Um, okay, I'm going to tell you all this. So we could either go to the library or I could try to talk to this professor and see if we could get more information. <laughs> or we could maybe do both if some of us want to go to the library and some of us want to talk to this dude. Yeah, that sounds good. Sure. I think that's the, that might give us something else because we don't have a lot to go off of. Yeah, and I don't know. It sounds like it might take a while if Lance has anything. Yeah. So we can do this while we're waiting. Yeah, sounds good to me. Cool. Okay, so we're going to the library. So some of us could go to the library and Other some of library. us could talk, or we could do all of us do both or one of the two. I can go to the library if we're splitting up. Does anybody else have an opinion? Um, I'm down with whatever y'all want to do. I probably am going to talk to the professor. Um, I'll go to the library too. Okay. And just start, I guess, getting on a computer maybe or seeing what books they have. Okay, cool. Uh, if we're we, splitting up, we're we researching specifically just like code breaking or yeah, okay. anything code breaking or encryption or like you you you've seen what it looks like. So if you see anything that kind of resembles maybe how that would come about, be you see, you'd think you think Case would know something about encryption, but Case is like kind of broken, <laughs> just like a little bit. Like you can kind of see like some wires that aren't connected to anything, just like on the back of his head. So you get the sense that he's like been through a lot of physical trauma so i guess nothing on there so i'll uh, i'll go with you to the professor i'm always down to meet up with more academic types it, oh, really? is that true <laughs> flint might be dumb but he really does respect people that are smart okay fair enough <laughs> so then we are going to split the party wonderful we're gonna die our characters don't know they're in a D&D &D party. They don't know they're in well, danger. Just logically, it makes sense to split up. Yeah, logically, this. it makes you sense. You like a whole group of people right, going to this poor, yeah. this, poor yeah. this poor professor's office being like, all right. <laughs> this is what we need. Yeah. Okay. So that's, I guess, what we're going to do. Cool. Uh, yeah, maybe let's handle... Uh, let's go to the library first, actually. You two, Jenna and Case are going to the library? Yeah. Awesome. What do you... So, yeah, uh, the... 
the Omnia University Library, their archives are quite impressive, actually. It's kind of like any book lover's paradise. You walk in and uh, you see university students just running from here or there, chatting, talking, eating um, in designated areas. Of course, they would not put their books in danger uh, rampantly with food. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you two, I'd say, do you think you've been to the library before? This specific library? This is at like a university? Mm -hmm. Then probably not. I guess it, it is the university's library, but it's also, I mean, fairly commonly visited by just citizens in general. Case has been to a library, but it's been more about like religious, like monkey sort of texts, like for me, it's like ex warrior religion sort of thing, not like an academic library. Mm -hmm. uh, so the two of you kind of uh, make your way around. There's lots of signs. Um, and you kind of get a sense of where you could go to look for things. What are you two looking for? I, so I think we had talked about in the beginning, I don't really know a lot about like soul weapons or anything about this. So that's kind of what I wanted to look up. Thanks about that. I guess that's what I'm researching. I maybe talk to a librarian about like a section, if there's a section on it. Mm -hmm. uh, Case, what about you? Case just like goes to like the computer science, you know, or code breaking section that just kills like every book off the shelves, spreads them on the table, and just like reads them all simultaneously. Both of you make investigation checks. Let's call it that. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's yeah. an eight. Uh, you should be your investigation modifier. Okay. Mm, seven. Cool. Nice. Um, so neither of you are able to find a ton of specific information. One thing that you learn, Case. Um, is that encrypting weapons like this is incredibly common. Um, it's not necessarily always a specific uh, script. It's just a, 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 tip, a common way to um, be able to identify weapons um, without necessarily it being very obvious who it might belong to. Right, right, right. So, like, each sort of manufacturer has, like, a different algorithm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. And, Jenna, you just kind of um you find some like self-help kind of books like the secret mm -hmm. but it's instead like they're help self-help books that are supposed to help people like awaken their own soul weapon you don't find things of much substance um but you do you do learn a little bit more about that so you're more familiar um with that sort of thing okay okay let's move over to flint and zero so uh flint you have never actually taken a class um, oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's also true for Flynn that he has never actually taken a class in his life. Well, fair enough. I guess I'm not a liar. No, you're not a liar there. Um, zero. You Are you an active student in this university? Do you, uh, um, are you pursuing a degree? or? So I imagine zero is more of like a grad student. Okay. So zero is like writing a thesis. Mm -hmm. I would say then this is not... Uh, maybe a professor you've ever taken a class from, but what would you, what do you think Zero's relationship with this professor is? So the, what they teach encryption? That's one of their classes. They're, they're familiar with like crypto languages mm -hmm. in a sense, mm -hmm. like codes. And... So I'd say Zero probably hasn't had maybe a class from this professor, but definitely has like been in pretty close relation with like the area that the professor is like over. Like I imagine, any Zero's classes would be close to like this professor. Maybe that professor's popped in to speak to somebody. Like, there's not like no relationship, but I feel like 
I'm definitely not close with the professor, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah. Wonderful. So their name, uh, you know, is uh, Professor Zaxby. Uh, they are uh, just a human, and so that's what they teach. So you are aware of their office hours. You can go whenever you want to talk to them. How, like, did you send an email? Did you? I probably sent an email, like, from my phone, and basically, if there if, is this when their office hours are? Yeah. Okay, then I'm just going to come. I'm probably not going to be, like, I'm, I'm, I'm letting them know that I'm coming, but I'm not going to be, like, can we meet or whatever. Yeah. Okay. So, I guess... Uh, come in. Hey, um, this is, I'm Zero, this is Flint. Uh, we're not taking your class or anything. Uh, we just had a question. We were wondering if you could help us. Uh, yeah, sure. I've got time. What's up? So I, um, show a picture of the serial number and I say, uh, we're just trying to figure out like maybe if this is a code or like how we could maybe decipher it or get more information about this specific thing interesting can i take a look yeah okay uh they take the paper from your hand and they're they're just kind of looking at it what was this on it what what picture did you show them is it just serial number that one's just the serial number uh interesting it almost looks like it's on some sort of it looks almost like a firearm serial code what was it on what's it from i show a picture of uh, the net gun Okay, all right, so I wasn't wrong about that. Um, why do you need to know, typically? It's kind of uh, sensitive information. Okay. Yeah, um, we are concerned that somebody is going to use that or a similar weapon to do harm. So we're trying to get information about that. Okay, interesting. Uh, do you have any sort of credentials before I help you? Typically these things are- I show my fun ID from Coatl Court. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and their eyes kind of widen and they're like, oh, um, yeah, sure, I can help you. Come here. And uh, uh, they uh, kind of make some movements on their desk and you see kind of as they, as they tap, tap the desk, it kind of lights up and they make some gestures and a computer screen pops up and uh, they they stand up and they're kind of just in there. But the professor kind of gave like slacks and got like a sweater vest and, and like a, a cream uh, collared shirt. And they uh, turn around and so then they kind of snap their fingers and a glass panel um, that was behind their desk kind of opens up and it's just this this extensive uh, bookshelf. And they kind of like look uh, at the serial code and they look back to the desk or to the bookshelf and they just kind of scanning. And then you see them almost kind of like float up, just kind of levitate towards a specific book. And they just start peering at it um, back and forth. Um, if you don't mind me asking, uh, do you know what this does? It can remove soul weapon or it can, it can sever your bond with a soul weapon. Interesting. Uh, that's uh, kind of scary. That's y- not good. Yep. Yep, that's why we're trying to figure out what's going on with it. Okay, um, I'm gonna do my best. Give, give, give me a minute. It's gonna. I have to think about it. And you see them, uh, kind of Doctor Strange style, as they like, they kind of like wave their hands and like the book like floats up in front of them al- along with the thing. And you just see their hands kind of like moving like incredibly fast as they're like, uh, they take this pencil and they're like marking 
um, points on the, uh, the, the cipher and like comparing them to uh, notes on the code. And they spend about five to 10 minutes doing this. And you're just kind of like sitting there and you're just hearing the, um, and they're like, oh, okay. Um, they, they finish and everything kind of like floats back down to the desk. Um, this is a particularly hard cipher to crack, um, but maybe something to be slightly concerned of. I was really only able um, to match uh, the, 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 what could be considered the, the first a, a letter and then some numbers at the end. Um, so there's a C right here. That's what all these mean combined with this at the end. And then uh, there's a one and then a slash and then a three. Okay. Um, so uh, I don't know if that is part of the serial number, if that means it's part of the set, but. Mm. <laughs> that could be bad. Um, part of a set, you say. It's mildly concerning. Uh, okay. Um, do you have any idea on maybe where it came from? I, it's, it's a very well done cipher. I, I mean, I could, I could take a crack at it for a little longer if, if you'd let me keep this, but that's all I got for you for now. Okay. Um, do you know of anybody that might like have some sort of expertise on maybe different types of weapons that we could speak to? Like what different or like as in like fit like soul weapons yeah. or the gun? Um, I guess I mean you could talk to another professor on campus. It's really not my expertise. I don't know if it deals with it too much. I'm sorry. No, you're good. Thank you so much for your help. And yeah, if you think of anything else, you can send me an email. For sure. Uh, I'll get to work on this. This is interesting. Okay. Cool. Thank you. Thanks. Anytime. Nice to meet you too. What were your names again? Did I, did I get them? Uh, I'm Zero. I'm Flint. Zero, Flint, nice to meet you. Uh, Flint, as we're, like, when we get out the door, like, we're close to Zero, and he's just like, dude, you were so smart. You did so good in there. Good job. Aww. Uh, thanks. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, the four of you get together, um, and you find yourselves uh, walking outside. Is that all you'd like to do in the academic world? I think so. Uh, you find yourself uh, walking out of uh, the academic ward and you, you take the train to get back to the center of the city in the, the quad core building. And uh, 12, 11, 9, is it worth? Okay. Are we um, together again? Yeah, you're together. Okay. Again. So the, the four of you get together and you're on your way back to the Quad Court building. I assume we have exchanged information at this point. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you, Zero, feel a weird uh, shift um, as you uh, get out of the train car. I say, Bliss, <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> uh, roll, Does it feel like that? Or roll an inside check, yeah. Okay. Uh, 12. It feels similar, but very different. Very different. Okay. Um, I'm going to see if any of my belongings have been taken from me. No, nothing seems to have been taken from you, but I want all of you to make perception checks. 
Oh, shoot. <laughs> that is a 13. It's a 10, 19. Nice. Thank you for being so <laughs> uh, 10. Okay. Um, it's not really hard to notice. I'm, none of you are particularly invested in anything else at the moment, but all of the people that were on the train with you aren't there anymore. Mm. Next, you can't really see anybody, even as you get off from the train station. Mm. Um, that's creepy. I'm actually that. going to tap Flint, and now we're bonded again, so you can add a d4 to every roll. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Uh, so, uh, Flint, what's your AC? Yeah, brick. Uh, 16. 16. Uh, you, um, as you are notice, looking around, you're noticing what's gone. Uh, from behind, you, from behind, you are struck by a bolt of energy and you kind of like double over on your hands and knees and the rest of you spin around and you see, um, uh, Three figures on top of the train, and then all of you roll initiative. Did I take damage? Uh, uh, yes, I did actually. Plus whatever your initiative is. Wait, plus what? Your initiative. Is he a shitia? It should be dexterity. Oh, you can add a d4 to that as well because that's an ability check. Yes! Oh my gosh. I have a really rocking initiative. You're going to take seven points of piercing damage. Shoot! That's a lot. That's a lot of piercing damage. Hang on, hang on. Have we been built since last time? Yeah. Okay. Just don't have down as much. Um, yeah, I would like to say that Zero has activated the gauntlets. <laughs> <laughs> 26. Wow. Yeah, with that D4, that so I rolled a natural deep. 20 plus 3 plus 11. Three. That is a 7. Oh, 17. Right. Cool. Uh, so you see three uh, suit-clad, cigar-smoking goblins um, toting guns and uh, knives just kind of like backflip off of the top of this uh, train. And they're all just kind of like, uh, mm -hmm. but the one in the center, he's got this like big, funny-looking pompadour. And he's like, looks like you've been messing around where you shouldn't be and you're going to pay for it. Um, and at that we're going to start off with Flint. Awesome. So, I would like to go into a rage because they sneak attacked me Wonderful. from behind. Was it very nice? No, it was not very. How close yeah, was, are they? I would say it was very um, nice. I'd say they're probably about 10 feet away. Ooh, that is closer than I had anticipated. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to go into a rage and I am going to get up and I'm going to turn around and oh, Wait, was that what kind of damage did I take? Piercing. I have resistance to piercing. Oh no, no, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. I wasn't raging. raging. Yeah. You're right. You're right. At them. Okay. Uh, I turn around and I'm going to whack them with my long sword. Beautiful. I'm gonna like. I'm gonna like dramatically take the hairpin out of my man bun, <laughs> and it turns into a sword as I turn around and I. Angie boy. Like get angie up to boy. one knee. Oh no, he angie. Angie boy. He has like fire coming from his eyes. That's a 16 to hit. That hits. And it's both hands. Mm -hmm. So that's one, two. Oh, what? Well, I mean, three damage. Okay. That's decent. <laughs> not, not bad. Um, hey, all damage is good damage. 
It's true. All damage is good damage. And that's all I'm going to do. Cool. That is my, that is my full turn. You. Jenna, it's now your turn. Our good, good farmer. All right. I am going to use my rifle and just go for the one in the middle, I guess. Okay. Off so, the door, Jim. Off the door, Jim. Uh, this is not 20. That's a nat 20? Yep. I love that. So you just, you you whip out your rifle and you just, without a second, you just, you just sign this, this boy and yeah, you just, you snipe his butt. Woo, shut uh, up. So when you roll, uh, so the cool thing about the way like hitting things in D&D works is there are two numbers that you can roll. Uh, so you, if you roll a one, you always miss no matter what your, like your stats may be. But if you're all a 20, you always hit, and then you get to roll double the amount of dice that you would have. So, okay. how many? What is the normal? So the rifle is one d eight. So you would roll two d eight, and then add your modifier. D eight are the little uh, double the pyramid boys. Okay, I'm sorry. Where's another one? Okay, so I roll two for this twice, two of these, and then okay, so. Uh, so eight. Eight. Eight, um, and then I get a plus five with my rifle. Right? So it's... It's her dex. Yeah, plus your dexterity. Oh, okay. So you add... So uh, with... When you roll to hit, you add okay. your proficiency bonus plus your dexterity. So dexterity is plus three. Okay. So 11. So uh, you uh, clip this boy, like, clean in the chest, and you see almost, uh, almost exactly, like, zero's kind of energy field he has uh, a similar kind of thing so it doesn't pierce him but he is blown back and when he hits what would almost be the train you just see the the train it appears to shatter and he just like falls back and you can no longer see him and then it almost looks like there's this gaping hole in the train and then it just like and We're forms just back in around. an illusion i don't think that any of this is real <laughs> none of this is real I'm scared. We are unconscious or something like that, or in a, an illusion someone made. But he's like gone. Fight. He's gone. Okay. Okay. Oh boy. Okay. Lovely. And this is true. And this man's whole career. <laughs> is it my turn? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's interesting. Um, I have my shield out. Uh, I am, now how many are there now? There's just the two. The two, the other one got knocked back and now he's just gone? He's just gone, yeah, you can't see him anymore. Um, okay, I'm going to, I think, I'm going to detect magic because I'm very concerned about what just happened. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I just, I just, I cast that spell. Um, yes, so you, um, notice a faint aura around you of, of a specific color and it's not one that you've necessarily seen before mm-hmm. um i feel like zero is is used to um all of the different colors that magic uh can be when you when you use tech magic roll and arcana check for me nine nine um straight straight up nine well, yeah, it's a plus one. Uh, it is on the tip of your tongue. You know you've seen this in a, in a new, like, in, in, in a new fangled textbook recently, but you can't remember. Like, you remember looking at the chart. Like, green is 
this magic and red is this magic, but you, uh, you've like seen the chart, but you're just not familiar with it. You can't remember. It's like you studied for a test and it went one oh, ear no. out the other. Yeah, literally. Oh, no. yeah. yeah. So, um, where, um, I am going to take maybe 20 steps backwards <laughs> mm-hmm. and that's it. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that evil grin. I love it. All right. So it is the, the goblin's turn. That's meant to be evil. <laughs> Your gleeful grin. <laughs> well, whilst, whilst fighting us. I'm just enjoying the fact that you guys are having fun in my the little fantasy place space that I've created. Oh, <laughs> How sweet. Um, so uh the goblin uh that Flint hit is going to uh shoot uh, a light crossbow back at you um actually sorry get, it, it is a gun does he get disadvantage because he's 10 feet less he, than 10 he feet he doesn't away. because i hate that rule and i think it's stupid it is I a dumb rule <laughs> it is a dumb rule I that is stupid yeah it's a good because if somebody sense. has a gun on you or even a bow I, I know it's like you're right there how are you going to miss if they are right there yeah i've never especially with rule. the cross okay good to know i've never understood that rule either <laughs> just checking <laughs> Sorry, I think it's dumb rules. So therefore, I'm like, it, it makes no sense. Yeah, the fair enough. Um, fair so enough. he, uh, that is a, a twenty. You hit. Three to hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, you're going to take <laughs> oh, no, um, ten points of piercing damage. I'm unconscious. Freaking <laughs> oh, heck! Do you have resistance? You do. Oh, two. I take five points. Five but... points. Are you down? Are you? No, I'm still <laughs> up. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. And then <laughs> the one goblin remaining is going to shoot Jenna because he saw you take out uh, the Pompadour boy. Oh, that, uh, that is a eight to hit for my feelings. What's your yeah. armor class? 14. Yeah. So that does not hit the um, the bolt just kind of like uh, goes past you. And that, I believe, it is now Case's turn. Okay. How far away are these goblins? Um, they're about 10 feet in front of you. Okay, I'm gonna run at the one who shot Jenna. And I'm gonna sort of jump in the air and kind of go horizontal and try and just kick him, I guess, like a flank kick. Cool. So that'll be an unarmed, right? That's D20. Yeah, so it's a D20 to hit. So we're gonna try to see if you're gonna hit. That's a nice. 19 plus, plus three. Yeah, so it's gonna hit. 22. Okay. 1d4. Nice. Seven. Beautiful. Excellent. Uh, so yeah. you kick this boy in the face and he's just kind of like, ah! He's like, just, and he, uh, he starts to like bleed a little out of his mouth and like, we're what to do at risk. He's like, you're going to pay for that one, robot boy. I have, a, I have an extra attack, right? As a monk. You can punch as a bonus action. I think you can punch as a bonus action. Yeah, I'm just going to punch him like classic. It's another round strike. That's a that's an eight. That is so you kind of uh, he's ready for it this time, and he just kind of like dodges out of the way as your fist just kind of like glances off of that energy field that's surrounding him. All right, I think that takes us back up to Flint. <laughs> okay, uh, he is going to just go for like a two-handed like stab through the gut of the guy that just shot him. Please, please. I can add a D4. I can add a D4. Okay. Well, that's a that's a 26 to hit. Beautiful. That hits. Awesome. 
that's going to be a 10, eight damage. Eight damage. As you go to um, uh, stab this boy in the chest, uh, the the tip of your sword makes contact uh, with his energy field. And then all of a sudden you see again, the area behind him fracture almost, and you see a hand come out and like grab his entire torso and like rip him out. Um, That's and cheap. he is gone. Oh, I hate that. Well, as a bonus action, Flint is gonna yell, That's cheating! <laughs> That's it. Jenna, it's your turn. So, the, cause that one got like yeeted away. There's just the yeah, one who shot. There's just the one right? who shot, yeah. Okay, I'm just gonna shoot them with my rifle then. A 19 plus. Is it this number that I have to it? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. So, 24. Cool. Uh, that's going to hit, so roll damage. Okay. And it's just one, because it wasn't right. That is a three. Three. Um, so you, uh, as you shoot this bullet, it's, it's almost like everything slows down around this bullet time. And again, the, the air in front of him fractures again. And this gauntlet comes and literally just like catches the bullet and then recedes and then the air around it kind of like heals and it's gone again. And then another hand comes out um, and grabs this goblin's foot and pulls him under and he is gone as well. I have a question. Uh, real quick. The, the four of you just hear this uh, voice full of contempt and pride and, and they're like, all right, uh, good job. Uh, but uh, have fun getting out of this. Bye. Can I ask a question? Yes. <laughs> so I'm concentrating on detect magic. So did that look any different than anything else? Nope, not really. You so when you saw it, make a perception check. Uh, dirty twenty. Dirty twenty. Beautiful. When you saw these gauntlets and these hands come in and, and grab things and stop the bullet and do what they've done, uh they were just incredibly bright um light that you couldn't quite make out it as one color or another but they uh they were bright as heck okay oh no <laughs> we're stuck oh, we didn't no. like that <laughs> wait wait can i ask you a question too were they just like human hands or what did they look like um you saw uh, a big um i mean it 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 make a perception check so three. Mm-hmm. Um, so you uh, did you roll on that one? Mm-hmm. Okay. So you didn't see it; just looked like a normal hand okay. the first time, and then the uh, the second two times there were both these uh, these brilliant gauntlets. So how are we gonna get out of this? We don't know what this even is. Mm. <laughs> uh, where did Flint last see one of the goblins get like his goblin got pulled through? Literally, like, like right. Right in front of you, like he's in front of you, like directly, and then, and then it just shattered, like the whole illusion. from behind him. You again, it sh- like you saw this like shattering of the space of the air behind him, and then a hand reached out and grabbed and pulled him through, and then it came back over. If we walk in a direction, maybe the space isn't as big as we think it is. Yeah, Flint is. Are there any buildings nearby? Uh, you just noticed you are in the. Um, are we in like a subway? The Omni Essential, uh, like the monorail station for the town city center. 
So it's right. it's above ground. It's almost kind of like essentially you get off of the it's like central station, kind of. Not exactly. It's kind of the thing where it's raised above everything. And so you get off of it and it's almost like there's this platform and then there are stairs down to a more level part of the city. Is there anywhere higher? Not really, no. I mean, you see buildings around, like higher buildings around you, obviously. You -hmm. can see the Kuala Fort building and over, like peering out over where you know the city center is. Can I try tossing like a pebble outside the field seeing what happens uh yeah so you just take you take a pebble i guess you just have one on hand and sure or something and you uh go to throw it um as far as you can and you notice as it flies through the air um it's uh at one point it like bounces back at you and it just like mm-hmm. kind of lands by your feet well i was thinking about trying that the crossbow bolt so i'm glad i didn't do that <laughs> Oh gosh, yeah. And it makes like this yeah. weird like clink noise. Right. Okay. Can we break it? Alright, Flint is gonna run over to that and just try and like stab his sword through where the where the pebble hit. Make an attack roll. Fifteen. You swing at it as hard as you can. And as you make contact, there, there's yeah. this, this like I'm gonna go this clink noise, and it just like reverbs, and you're just uh, you're kind of just like taken back a little bit, and you have to take two steps back to uh, kind of regain your balance. Hmm. But other than that, oh good, I was gonna. Go I'm on. going to cast healing word on you because I'm scared. Yeah, I'm sorry. I have three three health points. Yeah, that's why I'm going to cast healing <laughs> word you. on you. I didn't get hit that entire time. Oh, five. That's unusual. I get back. Yeah. Okay, I'm back to eight. Cool. Okay, that's all my spell slots. But I'm still concentrating on the check magic. But that's all, right, all, yeah. that's all my stuff. What if we like try and gently like push something through yeah. it? Or like if, try and walk through it. What if this is like one of them ch- uh, 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 um one of them uh dragonborn? Finger traps. <laughs> Flint is going to just like touch where he had made contact mm-hmm. and slowly push on it. You can't. It just feels like smooth glass. It's unmovable. It's unmovable. It's unmovable. It doesn't have any give. Mm-hmm. How lightly he touches. He like tries going as lightly <laughs> as possible. You notice that it's uneven. Like it's like weird like fragmental it's very uneven and in different parts but you don't notice it when you're so far away it just looks like a scenery but as you get close to it it kind of like everything kind of like reflects and fragments and looks weird are there any like specific chinks in it that it looks like in the fragments like lines that one could follow think of perception check can i make an arcana check yes okay well that's not a lot but uh 11 you don't notice anything out of or other than like it's just an irregular face of glass. Okay. I got an eight. eight. It's probably magic. Cool. It is certainly magic. Um, actually, I call him someone. Yeah, pull up your phone. Yeah, I'll just call Kamado Court. You have no signal. Of course. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back in the train. Can I move all the way to the front of the train or does it stop? So you, the, from your perspective, it looks like the train doors are still open, 
but the moment you go to touch threshold, you run into the uh, like a oh, bird on a space door. Plants. You oh, run no. into uh, the surface. I would like to note that he confidently walked into that and just <laughs> absolutely busted his nose up. Ooh, this is tricky. Okay. What about what about vertically? What is there a ceiling? Okay, Flint is going to. Mm, there's nothing to climb on top of. I is there? You can't get the crossbow bolt. Yeah, oh yeah, I could. could. Well, yeah, but then it will probably bounce back. Uh, up. This is what I was saying. I'm gonna toss a javelin upward at an angle. Mm. Make an attack roll. An angle away from us. Make an attack roll. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this. Oh gosh, that's gonna be. 27. Beautiful. <laughs> um, oh, no! No, I don't like you. Beautiful. I'm going to go unconscious for my own javelin. I don't have any more spell slots. Oh, no. It's fine. I'm fine. This no, is all right. Uh, you can take those out, Danny. But if you would have performed poorly, I would have been like, have you ever played racquetball? <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, you actually, uh, you throw it up there and uh, you throw it with surprising force and it actually, you see that it lodges in the top and you see there's um, uh, uh, a very small sort of like uh, system of cracks that have formed around it. Hmm. Hmm. How high up is it? About 15 feet. Is there anything higher than the ground around us? Nope. Hey, Case. Yeah. Could you give me a boost? Sure. Uh, guidance. <laughs> okay, so here's what I want to do. I want to do like the gymnastics trick. Hang on, hang on. Am I giving Flynn a piggyback ride? No, no. I want you to put your like lace your oh, hands. Oh no, I see you're doing. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. then like lift up with your full force of strength and toss me into the air and I'm going to try and back kick the javelin so it goes in further. You are guided. You get to add a d4 to that. <laughs> okay. Uh, what do I roll? Uh, acrobatics. Both of you. Yeah, acrobatics. I was going to say. <laughs> oh, good. oh, acrobatics. Oh, boy. That's, an, that's a nine. <laughs> well, that's a 20 for me. Okay. So, <laughs> oh, um, so he... <laughs> Case has a hard time uh, <laughs> throwing uh, Flint, but finally they managed to get something. And you managed to just barely, you kind of- uh, I just want to tap it to you, get it further in. You tap it and it, it goes uh, clean through. And you see that there is a hole and then it quickly heals back over. Oh no, dang oh. nabbit. You lost the oh, no. I thought it would break it more. Uh, and the javelin is gone for good. And it rolled me another acrobatics. Oh no! Oh, oh, added, down. Added, added, oh no, that's a natural! So you, you, you went as through that, it was sick, it was cool. But then you just start flailing on your And I just down. like fully like arms and legs flailing everywhere. And you just land flat on your back and you're like, oh, I should try and catch him. That, I guess that is an outlet. Um, do you want to try and catch him? Sure. You try catch me. Like, strength check, I guess. Okay. This is normal. He's used to having a net. His old instincts came in. That's a 17. Yeah. So you actually, you managed to catch him. Uh, well, and he does, uh, Flynn does not land on the ground. Oh, nice. <laughs> Flynn just looks like, thanks, man. 
You're a lifesaver. And yeah. as, as Case uh, holds Flint in his strong robot arms. Oh, um, no, I don't. <laughs> strong robot arms. Jeez, are you, are you shipping Case and Flint? <laughs> oh, well, maybe. Uh, <laughs> uh, all of a sudden, uh, you see the the multifaceted walls all of a sudden where, like, at the, the corners um, of them start to, like, illuminate by these weird blue uh, lines, almost like threads, and they, uh, starts, they start weaving oh, no. around, and then you just hear a shattering sound as everything uh, uh, falls apart around you, and you find yourself um, back in the platform. You see everyone in the city. The, the train is no longer there because the train left minutes ago. Um, but you see that uh, Bliss is standing uh, with the mace in her hand and these blue lines coming out of her fingers. And she's like, oh my gosh, okay. Um, I lost you for a second. Are you guys okay? No. Bliss, thanks um, so much. We probably hadn't handled it. It was probably fine, but thank you so much. We was worried there. Have you seen my javelin? <gasps> Did my javelin hit anybody? Is that what that is? I thought that was yours. Oh my gosh. He runs over and takes his Oh, thank goodness. Okay. He puts it away. Um, okay, maybe we need a second tier group. Let's go back to headquarters. Yeah. 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 Um, that was a lot. That was a lot. <laughs> uh, all right. Awesome. Great session, guys. Real quick. Um, before we're done, let's ask ourselves a couple of questions and earn some divine brownie points. Woo! Um, so first question, uh, what did we do today that furthered the goals of our employer? We did research on a serial number that <laughs> may or may not have been useful. <laughs> we did go to three separate locations for that. So I feel like we, we did. did a decent job. We tried. And I feel like trying deserves some amount of brownie points. Um, I think you definitely covered all of your bases uh, really well. Um, as far as like, uh, especially when zero had the thought to like oh do, who do i know in academia like that might know something about this which i think was great mm -hmm. um, good. and then flint used uh his resources well too did i use them well who knows no. you use your javelin well <laughs> you, you learned a new vocabulary word I yeah you did learn a new vocabulary, vocabulary word yes um so i think uh just based on your efforts everything today uh everyone take a plus two the brownie points. Brownie points. Oh, so true. I need to write that Four. Um, I would say each of those routes, like going to uh, Lance and then going to uh, Professor Zaxby in the library. Wait, two more each? Two more each, yeah. So for. No, we're going to share. So how many total? So now you're at a total of four because I believe we got two after yeah, yeah. the first session. Okay. Now we're at a total of four. four. And then, second question, I guess, did we do anything detrimental to the goals of our employer? We might have leaked information to that one dude. Possible. That's possible. That's true. He didn't necessarily say that everything had to be 100% secretive. Mm -hmm. No. Um, we just kind it's of just assumed. maybe we shouldn't tell shady people exactly what. <laughs> for sure. For sure. And I don't think you really revealed the time to mm -hmm. people that you shouldn't have. So I, I think you're good. Okay. Oh, just like things we learned. We learned that there might be like more than one. Of this weapon mm -hmm. we from the serial number. We for sure determined that the goblin secret service is involved. <laughs> goblin secret service. <laughs> That's what they call it. The goblin secret service. Wonderful.